You're listening to Paideia. I'm Cassie Michael, and today I'll be joined by a special guest, Aaron Hafner. Today's episode is another episode in the series, Our Favorite Stories. In these episodes, I interview people about the stories that are meaningful to them, their favorite movies, books, could be musicals, artwork, anything that tells a story, um, and stories that have impacted their lives. Today, I'll be joined by my dear friend, Aaron Hafner, and we'll be discussing the Pixar movie, Ratatouille. Spoiler warning, we may talk about spoilers, we may not, and the spoilers may be for Ratatouille or other um, works that we reference, so just be aware of that. Hi, Erin. Hi, Cassie. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to talk to you today. I'm so excited to talk to you as well. So to begin, um, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Oh, um, I am a music major at Luther, about to graduate, and I'll be attending graduate school in the fall. I sing, I play the flute, and I really enjoy watching Grey's Anatomy and Disney Pixar movies. Awesome. And congrats on going to graduate school in the fall. That's amazing. Thank you, Cassie. Yeah. So um, what is your favorite story that you want to talk about today? My favorite story. I really enjoy the story of Ratatouille, the Pixar movie. And what happens in that? Well, it's about a rat who dreams of becoming a cook and he doesn't think he can because he's a rat but then he finds a cookbook with the saying anyone can cook and he just takes that book and discovers that he can be a chef even though he's a rat he, even though he's a rat he just needs to um figure out how to overcome challenges that uh catch him along the way so when you watch this movie um what like message does it leave you with? I the message I get from Ratatouille is no matter where you come from or if you think you can't do something, there's always a way to achieve your dreams and goals, no matter where where you are currently. There's always a way to figure out where you want to be. Yeah, that's that's a good message, I think. When I watched it last night, um what I really came away with was you know um Remy he struggles with these two sides of himself wanting to stay true to his family um but then also wanting to be a cook and not be a thief and instead of like fighting between the two sides of himself and pretending when he like honored who he was and both sides of him and was just himself um that's when he was able to achieve his dreams. So just the power of being your true and authentic self was what I got from it. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think he definitely took his rat self and figured out how he could, how he could use that to his advantage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So how many times do you think you've watched this movie? <laughs> um, I would say a good 15 times. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> and so each time you watch it, um, how does it change or how does your perception of the movie change? Um, I would say each time I watch it, I definitely appreciate the animation more and more about it just because I think the animators did a great job really showcasing Paris and I think they did a great job with that so every time I watch it I just notice something different that they included like about like a light here near the Eiffel Tower or some detail on the Eiffel Tower or something with the Paris landscape I usually try to notice different things Yeah, this time watching it, what really stood out to me was the music and the score. Um, Like, there was one part with, like, this incredibly complicated flute part. I think it was, um, it was one time either when Remy was in, like, the rapids or when he was, like, running through the city. Um, And I was really impressed by just the musicality and the mood that the score created yeah I, I know what, what part you're talking about I think it's the part where he's running through the walls and then he eventually gets up to the rooftop I, I definitely know what flute part you're talking about I, every yes. time I watch that I'm also really impressed with that yes yeah um yeah so um what's your favorite part of this movie my favorite part is when he cooks the soup when uh, Linguini is still the janitor um, at the restaurant and he ruins the soup, Remy comes in and fixes it up. And I just love that whole scene where he's throwing all of the vegetables into the pot and he's washing his hands with a droplet of water and he's smelling it to make sure it's okay. And then after that, he, he made the best soup ever. And like the critic thinks so too. And I love how they how they did that with him and him throwing all the vegetables into the pot. That's definitely a good moment for sure. Um, I think my favorite little moment was um, near the beginning when like Remy's first discovering like what like good food tastes like. And um, like there's the TV of Gusto and he's saying like how food is like music and colors. And then he takes a bite and, you can like hear the music and see the colors and then he um, eats something else and then um, he combines them and it like combines the flavors. Um, I actually thought of you and the way you like to combine flavors (laughs) and um, sometimes when we're eating in the cat, like there's this one time when we were eating in the cafe and you talked about how you like to combine flavors and you had like three different sauces and you dipped everything together and (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think I know what we're talking about I think I took a fry and dipped into barbecue ketchup and just gobbled that up yeah <laughs> yeah and that was just so visually pleasing and like I don't know it reminds me of like why I like food and um why I like to cook and combine flavors and stuff too. Yeah, definitely. And with that scene too, I really enjoyed how the animators 
uh, put together like the strawberry he ate was more of like a purple red color and then he ate the cheese and that was much more bright yellow and orange and then when he ate them together it was just created this beautiful red and blue like fireworks scheme so I enjoyed the colors put together with the tastes as well yeah this movie has um like so many different elements that really work so well to tell the story like the visual effects of the animation, the um, voice, the professional like voice actors and the music are all so masterfully done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why do you love this movie so much? Why is it your favorite? I, I'm... I have been thinking about this answer for a few days now. I I think the reason I, I really enjoy is just because of how unique it is and all of the cute little details that they put into the movie. Like I mentioned before, how I really enjoy it when Remy washes his hands with a droplet of water that's just hanging from the faucet of the sink. I love that. I also love the score, the, the song Le Festine. I love that song. I want that to be played at my wedding. And just what you were saying before, how the musical score really captivates French and Paris. And I also just love the message saying, hey, anyone can cook. And you, a rat, you can do it too, as long as you find out a way, figure out what to do. And I also love how fun and relatable Linguini is. He's just this this clumsy uh, boy who doesn't know where he's headed. And then he finds an, uh, an unlikely friend who also wants to be something more. And they just flourish together. And I, I really enjoy the friendship that forms there. But I'll, I'll definitely have to go with the little details for sure. Yeah, the details are great in this movie. Um, and I also love that friendship too. Um, do you think like the whole message of anyone can cook, does that apply to like everything? Can anyone do anything and everything they want to or is it just like certain things that everyone can do I think I think if if someone wants to do something then they definitely have the right to learn it and to try something new whatever that may be like obviously don't do anything illegal but if you if you want to be a ballet dancer then go find some lessons find some find an old old pair of used ballet shoes and get started or if you want to um, start rollerblading find a pair of rollerblades and put on a youtube video and just learn and i feel like there's so many possibilities to grow and learn new skills and and if you want to do something yeah then by, by all means you go for it yeah i agree um I think everybody can learn anything they want and learning something new, I think can be really kind of like empowering and it can feel really good to do that. So, um, is there anything you would change about the movie? Um, yes, I would. There's just one little detail. So uh, Colette, she is like the... The chef just below the sous chef, I think, is her place in the kitchen. And I love her character. I love how independent she is. I love how hard she is on uh, 
linguini when he when he's first learning how to how to cook and i wish and but unfortunately she's and besides the old lady at the beginning she's the only female in the movie and i wish there was more um woman representation but i do love colette yeah i love her too um you know she her character highlighted some of the um how unequal it can be and how hard it can be for women to rise in their careers. Um, I didn't notice that there were only two women characters until you just pointed it out though. Um, so that's a good observation. Yeah, that's the, that's the biggest thing I would change about the movie. I can't think of anything else I would change, but that's definitely the biggest. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder how that would change the story or um, the message. True. I mean, I guess there was the letter written to Linguini from his mother, his late mother, who had that relationship with Gusto because that's her son. So I guess the mom is in the movie still, and she and she kind of um, facilitates change in the movie. But we don't. We never really get to see who she was or. Or what she did. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. I would I'd also be interested to like see like Remy's mom. You know, we meet his brothers and his dad and his um clan, but we don't ever see his mom. Um that's true. I wonder how long it's just been if if it excuse me. I wonder how long it's just been Remy and um his brother and his dad because what it seems like is Remy is really uh, disappointed with the way his dad's running things. I wonder if his mom did anything different or if his mom was also the leader of the clan like his dad is, but who knows? We, I don't think they ever really mentioned her in the movie. I don't think so either. Yeah. Um, so why should people watch this movie? I think people should watch this movie if they want a smile because I whenever I talk about this movie I just I automatically say it's about a rat that cooks what's not to love just because it's just so fun and the animation's great and there's a bunch of funny parts like um when the sous chef goes I kill the man with this thumb and also the part where Remy like uh, says hi to the biker and the biker crashes into the car like there's a bunch of humorous moments like that but it's also so real and the fact that this little guy goes from living in the sewers to being one of the top chefs who is pleased the hardest critic in Paris and it's just fun it's deep and there's lots of good character development yeah I agree and um it's a very enjoyable movie to watch, but not only do you have like the happy and funny moments, there's some like sad moments and like those moments where um, like, you know, you're like questioning um, how it's going to be resolved and um, you go through all the emotions. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Um. One thing I noticed was, um, like, you know, in some movies, um, like, it'll be 
animal characters, but they'll essentially like kind of be human, sort of. And in this movie, there was like a clear line between like, these are the humans and these are how they act. And then these are the rats. But Remy kind of like bridges those two things. And, um, you know, after taking Paideia first year and spending a whole semester learning like, or questioning what does it mean to be human? um, I wonder your thoughts about how this movie, you know, relates to that question. Yeah, so the first thing that comes to my mind is near the beginning when Remy and his brother are searching for ingredients because I think Remy found a mushroom and he found some Mm -hmm. cheese and he found some rosemary and he's just kind of looking for, he's just kind of searching around for some food, a way to cook it. And he's walking on his bottom two feet and he has his top two, he has his top two paws just kind of, Holding each, holding his hands and just kind of rubbing them back and forth, and his brother says, "If Dad sees you walking like that, he's gonna freak." And Remy says, "I just don't, I just don't want to eat where my paws have been." So that that's a very human characteristics, a human characteristic, how we walk on our feet and we use our hands to eat. And Remy was try, was trying to uh, reflect that into his walking because I think he understands germs like humans do. Um, but there comes a point because the humans obviously see him as a disgusting creature who lives in the sewers, who, who carries disease. So I, it's definitely a challenge for Remy. But as far as what does it mean to be human, I think Remy has a lot of human qualities about him. But I think what makes him him is all of his rat qualities as well. And of course, it's an, animation, an animated movie. But say, for argument's sake, it's a true story and a rat actually does learn how to cook, then what's to say that all rats can? What if cooking isn't just a human quality? What if it's a quality that can be that can be in other animals as well, like rats? But in real life, obviously, if you, if you have a rat in the kitchen, that's not good. But I think definitely Remy, like you said, is a bridge between rats and humans in, the, in that he exhibits lots of human qualities, but he is still a rat, which is what him him in the end yeah when you talk about that scene where he's walking on just his two like hind legs um it kind of I don't know if you've ever read Animal Farm I have yes but um it kind of like reminded me of an Animal Farm how the pigs um they started walking on their two legs and dressing like the farmers and they moved into the house um, because they wanted to be um, they wanted to be like the humans um, and that was their way of showing their power over the um, other animals but kind of reminded me of that Um, one thing I noticed that I thought was interesting was that um, all the communication between like Linguini and Remy was like nonverbal. Like we hear Remy's voice um, when he's talking to himself or when he's talking to his rat family, but we never hear it between him and Linguini. And I thought the like um, nonverbal communication um, was done really artfully and shows that 
we can communicate in a lot of different ways. Yeah, definitely. The part that comes to mind for me is right is right before Linguini is supposed to dump Remy in the river, and he's talking to him, and he and he says, "Oh my gosh, have you been nodding? Can you understand me?" And Linguini thinks he's going crazy, but then after a while, they find a way to communicate. Obviously, the the hair pulling helps a lot too, so Remy can control his actions. Definitely that initial scene where Remy begins nodding, I think, is a very crucial moment. Yeah. Um, him pulling on the hair, it's almost like being a puppeteer, a puppet master, um, which was interesting. Yeah. So, um, Let's see. Yeah. So um, thank you so much for talking to me. No, thank you for having me. Um, yeah, this has been a lot of fun. Um, any last thoughts you have or anything else you want to say? Um, let me think. Oh, I guess there is one quick thing I want to say. So um, I, I'm also a big fan of like the Pixar theory or like the Disney theory where all Pixar movies are in the same universe. And mm-hmm. I was reading or watching somewhere, I don't quite remember, that there's, the, there's a theory that the old lady at the beginning is the mom of the critic at the end, of Ego, the critic. And I just think that's really interesting how... Uh, that 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 theory of the old lady and the critic just kind of come full circle. I don't know if it's true, but if you read about it, then it makes a lot of sense. And I enjoy reading up theories about movies like that. And that one from Ratatouille has always pegged my mind. I like that theory. Um, you know, um, the reason that Ego, the critic, really likes the food so much is because it's connected with that memory of his mom. And um, that would really bring the movie like full circle. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. I like that. It, 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 I think it's, there's, there's a few pieces of quote unquote evidence. Like there's a chair in the house that is also in the flashback. Both houses, like the flashback in the, at the beginning, are kind of in, in the country in a field. So I don't know. There's lots of things that kind of add up, but I don't know if it's confirmed or not. Hmm. Well, even if it's not, I like, I like, I like how it shows that, like, you know, everything is so connected, and even if we don't realize it. Um, you know, everything we do and our actions all have impact and just how, you know, food and places can leave these powerful memories and um, enhance our lives. Yep, I agree. Yeah. Hmm. I, even if it's not true, I'm going to believe Me it's too. true. <laughs> well thank you so much for um being on the podcast and um 
I really enjoyed watching Ratatouille again and having this chance to talk you to too, you. Cassie, thanks for having me. It's been great to hear your voice. Yes. Have a great you day. Too, All right. Bye. bye. Thank you, Erin, once again. I really enjoyed our conversation. Um, and to all you listening, um, if you haven't seen Ratatouille, it's a great movie to watch and it's a great way to escape our everyday realities right now. Um, Pixar is just so masterful in their storytelling with their attention to details and the way they combine visual, um, audio, and just all these elements to tell these stories um, is so masterful. Also, the messages we get in Pixar stories, you know, they're profound and they apply to anyone. Um, From Ratatouille, anyone can cook. You know, really the message is, Anyone can do anything they put their mind to. It doesn't matter how old, how young, um, who you are, your background, or where you come from. If there's something that you want to do, you can do it. There might be people who tell you you can't do it or that you shouldn't do it, but you can do it. Anyone can cook. And in Ratatouille, for me... The main takeaway I had and what I want to try to um, apply to my life and live out this story in my life is the power of being yourself and honoring all parts of yourself um, and just being authentic. Um, when Remy does that, his two sides of himself, his two worlds, they come together and, you know, it creates ratatouille, the dish that the critic loves. And there's something so beautiful, powerful, and, you know, perhaps a little bit scary. Um, and just there's something about when you can be your true, authentic self that um, I want to try to do more of in my own life to honor this conversation with Aaron and to honor this beautiful story in Ratatouille. Um, And then, you know, um, the message in Cars 3 of mentoring, of taking a step back, of, you know, finding ways to move through conflict and building relationships and how important it is to know people, um, how to age gracefully. All those messages are so universal and apply to you at any time in your life. So I encourage you all to watch some Pixar movies. Um, Ratatouille really is a great movie and a great escape from everything going on.
This has been another episode of Paideia, part of the series, Our Favorite Stories. Join me next time and we'll dive right back into The Hunger Games. Thank you all so much for listening and for all your support. And a big, big thank you to Erin for being on the podcast. I really appreciate your insights and your excitement and passion about Ratatouille. And I love you so much. Thanks for being a great friend and thanks for talking to me today. I really enjoyed it. Well, join me next time on Paideia.